capable of puns. I'm dead. <laughs> we have to stop this podcast. Oh, this book causes Satanism. What is left for us to rant about? There is nothing straight about plum velvet. <laughs> you shouldn't have been drinking when I said that. <laughs> Monocles are impractical, but hot. I don't for a second believe that she is a straight person. I mean, I'm definitely here for bisexual Minerva McGonagall. Let's talk about <laughs> Harry Potter! Hello, and welcome to The Gaily Prophet, a podcast for two queer IRL witches reread Harry Potter and talk about it. I am America's favorite Griffin dandy, Lark Malachi Gray. Uh, and I am Griffin Dyke extraordinaire, Jesse Blount. And today we are not talking about any of the chapters because this is our 50th episode. Woo, and our Woo. one year anniversary and our, at the same time. Uh, because Synchronicity. This, I know, this was like not even planned, it just happened and we're like, oh wait, we should probably do like a special episode. So yeah. this is what this episode is, is. And if anyone's like, wait, this is like episode number... 42 or something what do you mean it's your 50th episode i will remind you that we were releasing a's and b's for a while uh and so it's like actually episode number 50 even though the number that comes at the beginning of this episode is not 50 don't be confused yeah uh yeah and in much less exciting news this is also the first episode we're recording after i don't know Turf again in 2019, whatever you want to call it. Uh, when uh, JKR showing her entire ass to literally everyone on the internet. So, yeah. yeah. So we're going to start talking about that because we can't not talk about how fucked up that is. And why we is, are still going to go forward with this here podcast, even though JKR should really just be thrown into a hole and forgotten about. Yeah. And we've honestly, so this is uh, Christmas Eve, and we have truly done almost nothing but talk about this since the day that it happened. I mean, point one, obviously, we are disgusted by her attitudes. Um, We've actually addressed this before on an episode because of previous things that she's done that were less blatant than this but like i feel like we already knew that she was a turf this has just gotten a lot bigger because all of the people who were like but maybe not now can't say that anymore maybe i don't know yeah there's like no there's like no more not there not that there wasn't any ambiguity but people could pretend that there was and now like you can't even pretend that there's any like any quote-unquote ambiguity like she just is supporting someone who is a turf and like said something very turfy and it's like you can't it's uh, uh, it's just i like feel like i don't even have words for like my feelings about how like totally fuck that is and i think it's one thing if it's like i don't know it's just it's just it's it's fucked up when you are uh globally known famous author with a humongous platform that fucking like children look up to you and to say something that's so harmful for so many kids in a world that is already actively trying to kill trans people and trans children is just disgusting and immoral and irresponsible 
And made worse by the fact that her books have been a safe haven and like a source of hope and joy to so many trans people. Like it, it would be atrocious even if that weren't true. But I feel like there's this like next level grossness in the fact that she is actively intentionally harming and betraying people who have been helped by her works yeah and it's even if you're looking only exclusively at the text it's like the characters you could imagine being turfs in the in the books are the people who are villains yeah totally it's like have you seen the meme that's like the scene where mcgonagall is protecting trelawney when umbridge is trying to kick her out of the castle and like Umbridge is labeled J.K. Rowling, and Trelawney is labeled trans women, and McGonagall is re- labeled Harry Potter readers. I have not seen that, but I can imagine it very clearly. And I, I love those kind of memes, and I'm really glad that 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 there is one of those floating yeah. around out there. It's yeah, it's really perfect, and it's like she of all people should know that when you're being compared to fucking Dolores Umbridge, you are doing something wrong. So let's talk about sort of how we are. Do you want me to text that to you, Jesse? Are you looking it up right now? No, I was making a note to get it from you to post. Oh, yeah, I have it. Okay, cool. I'm planning on putting it in our thing. I just had to find the source because someone just sent me a screenshot. Yeah. You know I never post without a source. Which is really the also talking about online ethically responsible things to do. Don't post things without sources, everyone. It's. Especially if it's photographs or artistic work, because those creators really need to, like, people need to be able to find their shit, so. Yeah, and, like, just because something is, like, a screenshot from a movie with, like, three lines of text on top of it, like, that's called a meme and it's an artistic work. You have to credit the author. (laughs) Right. What What do they have a shop? And they're, like, I'm trying to get out of my small town. Like, fuck, like, just, it takes three seconds of Googling. If you know nothing from catfish, just reverse image search that. <laughs> yeah, totally. Okay, okay, let's get on track. So, <laughs> so what has come out of all of this for us is that we have started the Make Harry Potter Even Gayer 2020 campaign on social media, but also just in life. It's very cute and very exciting. And if you're not following us on socials, now is the time. What are you doing? It's been a year, but like, go follow us on social media. Yeah. Don't you want to see all the other cool stuff we're doing? Don't you want more daily profit in your life? Because I feel like you do. (laughs) I mean, right? But so it's a hashtag. It's a lifestyle. It's a movement. It's everything what we're doing is we are making harry potter even gayer jesse and i are building a library a database a (laughs) whatever you want to call it uh you send us links to your favorite trans and queer harry potter themed item creators right links to etsy shops that you like including your own etsy shop 
wherever, wherever you're selling, it doesn't have to be queer merch. You, the creator just has to be queer and the merch has to be Harry Potter themed. Bonus points if it's queer, but so send us those links. Send us links to your favorite fanfics wherever they're hosted. Your favorite Tumblr users, Jesse? Yes. Great. Uh, <laughs> Reddit threads. Uh, your favorite fan art accounts, DeviantArt. If you have a queer Harry Potter Pinterest board, send it our way. Your favorite Instagram accounts. If it is queer and Harry Potter related, again, that both means the content is queer and Harry Potter related or the content is Harry Potter related and the creator is queer. Right? Yes. I don't know if anyone out there has a like Harry Potter rock band or whatever and they are queer definitely let us know because that's probably one of my the most funniest slash amazing niche that's come out of Harry Potter fandom which is Harry Potter themed rock bands yes I mean we have at least one of those that are listeners of ours who have a song that will be playing in our very next episode they're called the Hufflepunks so I you will find it. a link to their band camp on this uh it'll all be housed on our website it's gonna be really rad we're really excited about it yeah now is the time for self-promotion let us know yeah <laughs> a couple people already based on social media stuff have sent us just your actual fanfics that you wrote so if you start creating art or fanfics and you don't feel like making an AO3 account for whatever reason and you but you still want to make it public you can absolutely send us that stuff directly to our uh, email address thegailyprofit at gmail.com so yeah inundate us flood our inbox with queer Harry Potter stuff so that we can create a hub so that all of us can find all of the queer Harry Potter things in existence easily. What better way to say fuck you to JK Rowling than to be like, look at this overwhelming amount of queer and trans Harry Potter love. And for for folks, for our, our fanfic writers out there, if you need an invitation to join AO3, um, hit me up. I have like five invitations I can send out to people. So message us if you need to make an account to put all of your queer Harry Potter fan fiction in. And other AO3 users, if you also have invites that you're willing to share with other listeners, let us know so that once Jesse's five are used up, we can direct people to you. Oh, wait, should I have eight of these? <laughs> once Jesse's eight are used up. <laughs> So yeah, this is going to be really cute and cool and fun and, you know, use the hashtag on Twitter and Instagram and just people are already coming and uh, hashtagging it in comments on our posts, which means that they don't know that it started with us, which means that it's like taking off, which is really cool. Like, how fucking cool is that? That's so cool. It makes it like makes me happy because like even if there are people who like use that hashtag and use it and like don't even ever end up finding our podcast that's still like we've still made the world more queer which is really you know all i've ever wanted yeah totally and 
then what else do we need to talk about? So also we are doing a Make Harry Potter Even Gayer 2020 fundraiser for Trans Lifeline, which is a support line and chat situation for trans folks who need someone to talk to. It's not just a crisis line. Uh, you can buy Make Harry Potter Even Gayer 2020 stickers on our website, thegaylyprofit.com slash shop, and all of the proceeds from those stickers goes to Trans Lifeline. So that's cool. There's only a limited number of them in existence, so they're only available till they're all purchased. Um, so... It's been, at the time of this recording, it's been 11 days since JKR told us who she really is. And since then, uh, Lark and I, but honestly, mainly Lark, has been doing a fuck ton of work. Y'all, Lark has been doing so much work (laughs) to moderate our comments and to post really great trans-positive stuff for y'all. So if you're able, um, maybe throw some cash in our digital tip jar, which is the donations button on our website because Lark is putting in a fuck ton of work and I don't know, feel the spirit of giving (laughs) by spitting in JKR's eye and giving money to trans people. Okay. Thanks. Yes. Thank you so much. Um, um, Let's get into this actual episode now, shall we? Yeah. yeah. (laughs) One of the dogs is agreeing. (laughs) Rufio is so excited to get into this episode. Uh, I just want to say that I'm still glad that we're making this a year later. <laughs> yes. Because it's really hard to continue to do things as someone who has ADHD. That's just, I know we've mentioned this before, but that is real serious talk. I cannot let you know how many hobbies I'm like, oh man, I'm going to start this. This is going to be great. And then like, never again. So. Yeah. Yeah, follow through. We did fo- we did follow through together, uh, which I think speaks really highly to how much fun this podcast is to make. Because, like, I want to do it, which is why yeah. it happens. Yeah. Also, I think both of our commitment to having uh, open and honest conversations and communication, mm-hmm. which has also been great because that's not necessarily a place that I totally excel at. So, Yeah. I there have been I think two different times where you and I were both in like really terrible just like life situations and it was like should we cancel recording and then both of us were like but I want to like it would make (laughs) me feel better (laughs) which is really cool yeah yeah so what we're gonna do we're just gonna like reflect on some cool stuff like how this podcast has changed our lives and our readings of the books and our favorite things that have like come out of this close reading and you know other stuff and it's gonna be really cute and fun yeah let's talk about like some of our favorite moments from the past year just like off the top of my head things that I can think of are how excited people are about there's nothing straight about plum velvet (laughs) i know that so you are i run like our email and our social media and stuff like that so and i don't always remember to share things with you 
I can't count the number of times that people have sent us like pictures of things that they saw in a store that had plum velvet or like pants that they were wearing made of plum velvet or someone with plum velvet shoes that are just like saying there's nothing straight about plum velvet. It has become a thing and it is so great. Like that just makes me so god! Also, number one, I clearly need to own something that, that involves plum velvet. What do I do with my life? Oh my god, everyone send Jesse plum velvet. No, items. wait. That's let's not <laughs> <laughs> Don't You can't if someone wants to send me an embroidery that says there's something straight about plum velvet, I will hang it on my wall though. Um We really need a P.O. box. We re- I, you know, I was actually thinking about that, about how I should just get a P.O. box for us. We'll let you guys know, and then you can send me funny crafts that say there's nothing straight about plum velvet, which oh I would love. love and then you can also sell them in your queer Harry Potter Etsy shops, um, and people who know will know, and they'll buy them. Um. Anyway. <laughs> back to our original point. I love that that's a thing, uh, especially because I am pretty sure I wrote a fan fiction about Dumbledore's plum velvet suit because... That really was, I think, the tip about, like, are you really straight, dude? Yeah. Can we, can that be the fanfic that we uh, publish on, for our patrons this month? Yeah. Great. I can't believe we haven't already published that one. That's so rude of us. I want to find it. We're going to post it for for our patrons. God, our patrons are so lucky. Uh, Become a patron today. Anyway. (laughs) Yeah, do you have, like, any, like, standouts like that that immediately come to mind that make you just, like, feel really happy when you think about them? It's just, I feel like I still laugh really hard thinking about Tom Riddle catfishing Harry Potter. (laughs) (laughs) Which is totally fair. I think everything that has come of, of that, his live journal, like how much we have like realized about who Tom Riddle in high school truly was. And okay. So I watch, I've watched so much of the show catfish. It's like it, you could just drop that whole scenario into an episode of catfish, including the part where it's like, Oh, you're not a 17 year old boy. You are a terrible 50 year old troll. Which has definitely happened before on Catfish, actually. I don't think I've ever watched it, but 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 will someone um, with like a YouTube channel? Can someone please like make <laughs> make this? Can someone make this, please? Someone, it's like edit it and cuts scenes from Catfish and then scenes from like the movie, <laughs> or or act it out, oh my God. script it. I'm saying script it and act oh it out. My God. We will play the audio version as a special episode oh of the God. podcast. We will put it on social media. Like, please, for the love of God, will someone please make this? Jesse's oh crying. God. Like, that's how badly this needs to happen. <laughs> I know you can't see Jesse, but I can, and Jesse's I'm, crying. I'm just, I'm, just, I'm, I'm imagining it just so clearly in my mind. Uh, and it's so ridiculous. Oh, my God. Oh, it'd be so good. Uh, I think writing songs has been a very (laughs) unexpected part of making this podcast that has made me incredibly happy i know actually i feel inspired i want to write one for book three but i and i think i know what song i would use but i still have to figure out how that would work 
Because it's just like funny. Because like now I just think about it. I like listen to a song and I'll be like, it's be really great if I change the lyrics to make it apply to Harry Potter. Oh my God. Jesse, if we both start doing it, the show is going to be the most beautiful thing that's ever existed. Oh my God. Yeah. That's such a like weird and wonderful joy. I feel like that has, that has come from this. I'm working. Well, I have my part recorded. Evan is helping with a, a song that actually is only going to be for our patrons, but um, I'm working on putting it together and it comes with the next episode. You I'm actually inspired really, it, but I am really excited about this. Yeah. These these make me also very happy. Yeah, and um, you know, bonus for anybody who wants to join Patreon so you get access to it. My partner can actually sing, unlike I mean, I feel like I'm okay at singing, but I'm also transitioning, so it's a little weird right now. But um Evan's like an incredible musician. <laughs> so that's very exciting. I don't think I've ever heard Evan sing. Yeah, it's because it takes like two and a half hours and 45 people to cajole him into picking up a guitar in front of people. But um, when he does, people cry. So I thought that makes sense. Like, it feels like, yeah, I don't know. It's very on brand for him, for sure. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, what else? Do you want to talk about the memes at all? Oh, yeah. You know, in general, uh, finding out that I have, like, a real love for, like, making memes and, like, graphic design, question mark. Um, Sarah called it graphic design, which I feel like gives me permission to call it graphic design because she's a literal graphic designer. So Well, there you go has again been like a real surprise for me and something that is so much fun and makes me so happy. I love our memes so I much. I love our memes so much. <laughs> uh, especially because, so, I mean, I am a millennial witch. I follow literally four different astrology meme accounts. Four? So. <laughs> you are slacking. <laughs> Listen, I try to reserve my Instagram for, like, people that I'm interested in knowing more about and not so much Bon Appetit memes, which I do, of course, follow the Bon Appetit meme account. But I love memes, and I love our memes. They make me, they bring me so much joy. So much. Thank you. <laughs> I can't wait for our Capricorn one. Also. I already posted the Capricorn one. Yes, you're right. You did. You know what's going to be rough is the Aquarius one because Luna is an Aquarius and I feel like I could just like label it Luna and Aquarius and then like (laughs) Aquarius, Aquarius, Aquarius and then it would just be the whole meme because she just is a stereotype of an Aquarius. (laughs) Amazing. I feel like, I feel like we really do need to take a second though to discuss Theo's comics, which like... I feel like every one that he has made has, like, blown my mind. Mm-hmm. The one with the Pokemon? Oh Are they speaking <laughs> So good. I f- this speak and say, oh, my God. It's so beautiful. Like, the speak and say itself, all alone, <laughs> is, like, a work of fucking art. <laughs> y'all even if you don't want to follow us on social media for whatever reason you at least need to occasionally go to our website and just look through all of theo's comics 
because I often will just like cry laugh with joy about how great they are. And side note, for those of y'all with screen readers, we do have descriptive text also for our comics. So now I am in our virtual studio with our comic artist, Theo Julian Forrester. Hi, Theo. Hey, hi, everyone. It's good to be in your ears. Yeah, this is your first time being like on, you were on a Patreon thing, but this is your first time being like on the official podcast feed. That's very exciting. I worked out some of my nervousness on that one, so hopefully come across a little more together on this one we'll see you came across so together it's totally fine i couldn't listen to it to be sure so (laughs) fair enough um so yeah with this this is our birthday episode so we are basically just like reflecting on the past year and what making the gaily prophet has meant to us and what have you know what our favorite moments have been and things that we've discovered about ourselves or the books or you know whatever whatever comes up to you when you think about the experience of being part of the gaily prophet so many things i don't know i guess like when you and jesse first started the idea of the podcast and we're talking about the whole newspaper thing i just kept thinking to myself like a comic would be really great for this but like i I couldn't do that i wouldn't be good at that (laughs) (laughs) So when I finally brought it up and you're like, oh yeah, yeah, let's try that. You know, I was, I was like, oh no, what did I get myself into? (laughs) Uh, (laughs) But no, it's been like a really great experience. Um, You know, I didn't start Harry Potter like a fan right away. Um, Either I was older when I came to the series too. Um, My brother actually was like the perfect age to be reading it and growing up with it so like I would take him to see the movies and everything and I was like these are all right but like mm, whatever and and then um I was actually on vacation with someone I was dating at the time and their mom had like dared me to read as many of them as I could in one week of vacation and I was like well I don't back down from dares around books so yes I will do this (laughs) and needless to say uh my partner at the time was not thrilled that I spent the entire week at the beach reading Harry Potter, <laughs> but I, I super fell in love with it. And I guess ever since then, like once you have that first like magic of reading it, I'm like, how do I recreate this? How do I make it more, you know, and fanfics was never something I fell into. I don't know. Um, so yeah, having the opportunity to, to kind of revisit it each week from, the perspective that you and Jesse have and like just pick out the little nerdy bits that, that like make me so happy. I'm like, what can I do with this? And I don't know. It's just been a great time. So I yeah, I, I, one, I didn't know that story and that's an amazing story. That's my story. <laughs> Two, I feel like we should acknowledge that you and I met at a camp because we were sorted into the Harry Potter cabin. That's true. Together. Um, At our first camp, for anyone who doesn't know what a camp is, it's a camp that autostraddle.com hosts, and they use, you know, some magic system to put people who they think will get along with each other in cabins together, and they're very good at it. And uh, the cabin that Theo and I were in was like, you're all Harry Potter nerds. 
and then Theo and I were the awkward standing in the corner Harry Potter nerds, and yes. so we formed the little our subset. own. <laughs> Jesse abandoned me to go be social with everyone at camp, and then I was like, Theo, hello, will you be the person I attach myself to, and we can just be awkward together, and it was great. It was. It was perfect. <laughs> We've been texting daily ever since. It's been, what, like three years now? That's crazy, but yes, I think that's about accurate. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, And you named our podcast. Yeah, I kind of forget about that sometimes. The the puns, you know, that's one of my many wonderful qualities. (laughs) Definitely. Yeah. It was like the minute Jesse and I decided, okay, we're going to do this, I was like, okay, I just need to text Theo and be like, what are, what are we naming this podcast? And you were so on top of it. It took you like less than an hour to come back with two recommendations that were both fabulous. I don't even remember the other one. The Queer Blur, which is a Patreon. Oh, blog. well, there we go. See? Yeah. I mean, how could we not use both of them? But I, know. I feel like the, the Queer Blur written down is a little bit confusing. And so... Yeah. That couldn't be like the actual podcast name, but it's okay. You guys have done it much justice on both fronts there. <laughs> and the thing is, we actually we just recorded um, an interview. We were on the podcast uh, Wizard Team, which is another like really rad Harry Potter podcast. I listen to that one. Yeah, it's good. And we were talking with them about how we came into existence and whatever. And I realized while we were talking about it that. I don't think that if you hadn't named us the Gaily Prophet that we would still be making this podcast because that's the only reason that we have the show organized into segments that make it doable. Like it allows, it gave us a system of organization that we wouldn't have had otherwise. And like, given what a hot mess it often (laughs) is without, like with the organization, I can't even imagine what the show would be like if we didn't have that. So (laughs) we owe you a great debt. No, no. You guys fulfill it every week, I swear. (laughs) Yeah, it's been been great. Um, I think, too, like, even, like, you kind of talked about A-Camp. That was really one of my first experiences in life, like, around, like, a large queer community. And even, like, now where I live, I'm still sort of segmented. To some degree, um, mostly from like social phobia and things of that nature. But um, I think having the Gaily Prophet each week, it's really nice to kind of like have a place I can retreat to. And I don't know, I just feel like I'm part of a conversation and I have all these built in friends and, and just things that'll make me giggle and brighten my day, um, which, you know, so often in these times is not the case. So, <laughs> so it's, it's really great. Do you want to talk about your process of, like, creating the comics? Oh, boy. Well, first, there's a lot of procrastination. No, um, <laughs> no I mean, like, okay, so you, you typically send me uh, the episode in advance so I can listen to it. And I usually go once through for just, like, I'm just a listener and really enjoying it. And I'll come through it a second or third time if I need to. Uh, usually there's a lot of... I don't know, little nuggets that I'm like, that could be good. This could be good. And I don't know. I just get like a weird image in my head. And I'm like, I'm going to sit down and make this work. You know, and I, I, by trade, I'm an art therapist. I work in community mental health. So while I do get to do, you know, different 
artistic directives and things during the day in my regular work, I've kind of stepped out from doing a lot of my own personal stuff in the last couple years. And I think this was just a really, it came along at like a good time for me. It's helped me break down a lot of, I don't know, creative barriers, I guess, that I've been experiencing. Uh, and I don't know, I'm really one of those people that when I kind of hit the flow with the art, it's really like time kind of falls away and it's just a really relaxing kind of thing for me. I don't know, and I just like to bring joy and smiles to other people with my nerdy comics, so, yeah. You do that extremely well. <laughs> yeah, so, I don't know what people think is happening behind the scenes with the uh, with the comics, but if anyone previously thought that, like, Jesse or I had any ideas or anything about, or, like, that we had any control over what the comics would be, you are incorrect. Uh, it is <laughs> a 100% surprise every week what the comic is going to be and it is incredible when the little like trello notification pops up that the comic has arrived i'm always like stop everything i have to look at the comic (laughs) it's usually when i'm in the middle of dinner and evan will be like mid-sentence and i'm like excuse me you need to be quiet while i look at this comic and they're just so great and it's like one of my favorite parts of my week and you know, sometimes I help with the text, but I like that it's like, I think backwards from other like text image comic relationships, right? Like you provide all of the framework and then it's like, like the, when the comics like have the, the text taken out and it's like writers write in, like, what do you think they should be saying? Um, which is really fun and makes me really happy. Yeah, I really appreciate when you help me out with some of that. I'm not always a wordsmith and like I'll get the image in my mind and then I just can't like succinctly put words to it that like really fit it and you always manage to do that really quickly and I'm always like, why didn't I think of that? I don't know, but it doesn't matter because it's joint effort and it's good to go. (laughs) I guess too, like thinking about it just in terms of my art, like I've never actually made comics before this I mean maybe one or two here or there um but typically it's always just been like I'm more of like a charcoal like graphite ink artist by trade like that's the stuff I really gravitate towards and I don't know they're usually standalone pieces for the most part so I think having this opportunity yeah to create kind of like my own little story within the Gailey Prophet universe has just been like really exciting and challenging in its own right, but I don't know. It's it's a nice extension that I enjoy. <laughs> I something else that I really like about having you create them is that I like a lot of the casting in the movies. I really dislike, like partly because you know Hermione and Harry are white and like a, sort of the basics of it, but also like characters are too old then like they're older in the movies and like they are in the books and so seeing you create what these characters look like is often so much more what I had in my head before seeing the movies which is really cool and I put off watching the movies I think I was like 25 or 26 before I watched them and I like avoided everything that had to do with them I didn't want 
the pictures in my head of the characters to be taken away from me the way that they are when you watch movies based on things. And so I feel like your comics like give me the gift of giving back those original ideas that I had and like letting my brain sort of like disassociate the movie actors from the characters. That's so cool. It is cool. (laughs) Yeah. I, you know what I think when I first started with it, it was a little tricky to kind of break out of that too. Cause like I said, I um, started watching the movies with my brother when he was young and he watched them a million times. And then I nannied for, for quite a long time when I was younger and the, kids that I watched, I kind of introduced them to those movies as well. And um, I think it's just, yeah, you really do get that, like, oh, this is who they are set in your head. And I think, like, um, just having this opportunity to be like, well, I'm not going to be like, oh, here's Emma Watson and and Daniel Radcliffe. Like, I'm not going to do that. It's been great to kind of, like, force me kind of back to the text and even looking at the descriptions of how they are talked about before you see them and I think there's a lot that you just kind of miss just as that you know book to movie translation goes as it is you know right um so it yeah it has been great and then just to I don't know just yeah whatever whatever that looks like in my mind pulling it down putting it putting it in some tangible form and going like yeah that's that's cool that's my interpretation hopefully other people like it if not oh well (laughs) yeah totally (laughs) Yeah, it's very cool. I love, you know, it's obviously like very weird to have a visual segment of a podcast, which is an entirely (laughs) audio medium, (laughs) but, but it, I don't know. It's just like really great. It makes me really happy to be able to like have that and share it with people. I think it's too, I, I find a lot of joy in the fact that it's so specific, like Oftentimes, if you haven't listened to the episode that it's in relation to, it's like people just won't understand what it's about. And I like that because it, I mean, obviously, because I I think we're very funny and you should illustrate funny things that we say. But I also like that it means that it's like new, like new additions Mm -hmm. to the like fan art world that's out there and not just sort of like repeating the the themes and stuff that other folks are creating a lot of which often is like beautiful and wonderful and like I love to look at it um but it's like cool to have like new jokes being introduced and stuff it's a it's an analysis I think that's what you know it's not just like repeating the thing that's in the text it's like digging into the text and finding new things inside of it so yeah yeah i know that was one of my worries for some of them i'm like ah this is maybe a little too specific it might get lost but i think for me it's just like i'm just i mean i know i'm biased because i know both (laughs) you and jesse but i am just a a huge fan of the podcast as it is (laughs) and i know that there's like not always a lot of those little like i don't know nerdy points that I can grab onto in my daily life so if it's something that I can kind of take off and it inspires me to do something new um again even if it falls under that like well you not everyone's gonna get it all the time I'm like well you you should go listen to this podcast and then you will yeah uh so I think the last thing that I want to ask you about Mm -hmm. and you don't have to answer but like (laughs) 
So you now are creating comics specifically for our patrons. Patrons at the $25 level get a bonus comic every month. And these are like queer specific comics and basically are like pretty sexy. (laughs) How does it like, how is that? Because you're, you know, kind of a like oh boy people are saying things like hide my face um so what has it been like for you to be like okay i'm gonna you know draw this very sexy like mcgonagall and sprout fanfic comic (laughs) um yeah great question i like that i am the hide the face run away we'll not talk about that oh no No, it's it's been really great. I think I just I feel like it is something that like I know listeners would like or or just in general friends that I have that that think about like any kind of queer storylines within the book, you know, they talk about it, they'll write it down and I just think having some visuals to go along with that is really important like for for those kind of relationships to be seen because they're not in the original text. Um so I don't know. I just kind of buck up and do it. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, no, it's 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 been fun. And I think too, like once I sit down and actually start putting it all together, I don't know. It just it just makes me happy and brings me joy, and I look forward to other people seeing it as well. <laughs> yeah, it definitely brings our uh, patrons joy, also. And I have to say that I. Personally, I'm very excited for some uh, Percy and Penelope art, which I have given them an honorary pass into uh, the Harry Potter queer canon, despite them being presumably a heck couple, (laughs) Um, mostly just because I really like talking about their sex life so much. And I would I would just feel like it would be a shame to not have that illustrated. So don't worry. It's on the docket. (laughs) I know. (laughs) I put it there. (laughs) (sighs) Okay. um, Do you have anything else that you want to share? You said there are so many things and I feel like I was just like, now we're going to talk about what I have to say because I'm sometimes like that and I'm sorry. No, I appreciate the, the prompts because often I get lost in my own head and then I have trouble focusing. So I, no, I think we talked about a lot of it. Um, I'm just looking forward as we continue on, like, what else can I bring to this, this little creation that you guys have going? Um, I look forward to maybe some more interaction with the fans or, you know, listeners down the line. And I don't know, maybe, maybe if people show some interest, we might get some t-shirt designs going, things like that to really put it on a new level. So, yes, there listeners is wait waiting to be produced a incredible uh you know goth hero myrtle t-shirt we just need the funds to buy them so that you can buy them (laughs) so (laughs) you know that's how that goes the shirts cost money for us before they cost money for you (laughs) so let me tell you all they're great i mean again biased i drew them but you're going to want this. Everyone will be oh, jealous. Yes. You'll make a statement no matter where you go. Yep. So help out this podcast because it's great. 
and spread yes. our queer agenda throughout the land. I'm gesturing <laughs> the spreading of the queer agenda again. Audio medium. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, thank you for doing this. No. I know talking on the air is sometimes hard, so I appreciate you. Anytime. I, I enjoy it. I enjoy it at the end of the day, so thank you for having me. Absolutely. Okay, so now it's time to talk about Hagrid. With this evidence, like, I love it with the unicorns just being like, oh yeah, we see you as who you really are. It doesn't matter, like, how society sees you. Like, we know the truth. We know your true name. We know your true nature. And, like, that's... Right, and, like, of any any creature, like, the unicorn is going to be the one. Yeah, this is probably our biggest realization, right, so far? Our biggest realization, and also, it, it actually does blow my mind to, to, to find original headcanons in 2019, when the books have been out for so long mm-hmm. and have been so examined and re-examined. But I don't know, maybe fandom is just full of cis people, because how are we the first people to headcanon Hagrid as a trans woman? I don't, it's not fair to say that fandom is full of cis people. Oh, I, I was, sorry, corrections. Like, it's, I guess it was like, it just seems weird that, 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 it just seems weird that it took this long for someone to like put it on the internet. So I here's guess. what I think is that people are much more likely to read like woman identified characters as potentially, like in the books, as potentially being trans women mm-hmm. than to like read a character who the author is using he him pronouns for as being a trans woman so i will say my guess is that that's why probably and the fact that you know i think that even if we you and i had been having that discussion on a different day right like that was the terrible week you and i were both very drunk and like very emotional and like very emotionally drunkenly talking about how much we love Hagrid and I think that that made us be in the right space to be able to have that realization that we might not we might not have been in that space another day that we were having that conversation and it might never have happened I think again it was maybe just like beautiful synchronicity where it was like we were both open enough in that moment to be like oh my god a thing and like and it's so obvious once you think about it right it's just so obvious like Hagrid is the empress right just straight up yeah and for sorry for those who aren't aware that is a tarot card reference the empress is sort of the mom maternal natural in the woods figure which if that isn't like Hagrid to a T pun intended, uh, then I don't know what is, since Hagrid is, like, one of the most fraternal characters in this series. And is everything about her relationship with, like, yeah, like, nature is, like, clearly, like, nature-dyke energy. And her relationship with Madame Maxime makes so much sense when it's read as a lesbian relationship. Like, it's 
and like and like and also Hagrid's affinity for magical creatures that she considers understood uh, misunderstood that everyone else is like this is a monster right. is like such an excellent is allegory the word that I want? I don't know yeah. what's the word that I want. Like allegory for the way that like people are othered, mm-hmm. um, especially if you are in any way gender non-conforming. That it's just like it's like chef. It's like chef's kiss. Perfect. Yeah. And yeah, like I'm not gonna be able to look at like Hagrid's character any other way from here on out ever. No. And and who would want to? Like it's such a beautiful yeah. reading. Like, this reading, like, moves me to tears. You know, I'm just like, this is so wonderful. I'm, like, literally getting fear clamped right now. <laughs> uh, yeah, it just is, it's it's just so beautiful. Yeah, and, like, it's, it's so perfect because Hagrid reminds me of so many outdoor nature queer women that I know and love. Yeah. Slash the kind of outdoor queer women that I aspire to be. Like... Hagrid is living the Midwest nature dyke dream. Yes, definitely. If I could just hang out in the woods, hanging out with animals all day, uh, in a heartbeat. Yeah. That's just what I want to like pet a like dangerous murder horse bird creature. Yes. (laughs) Immediately. Let's talk about... Like what, how, what making this podcast has meant to us. I mean, for me, it's been really good to have such a consistent creative outlet for my creativity of which I really only have a chance to flex those muscles in my off time and not in my daily work life. And that's just been really good for my mental health is doing a thing that's not just like being stressed about my job. And like the state of the world. (laughs) Yeah, having a creative outlet has made a huge difference for me as well. I think making this podcast has made me a lot braver and a lot more confident. I'm a really awkward dude. And I'm not good at talking to people that I don't know really well but I'm really good at talking about things that I'm very into and like this is a space where I get to do that and like then listen to myself and be like I'm funny and charming and like I feel like I don't know that a lot of the time because when I'm in situations what Jesse also super smart oh thanks that part that one I did know but that's (laughs) Not always a quality that makes people want to talk to me more, so. But, yeah, so it's just nice to be able to be like, oh, if people just will talk to me about the right things, then, like, I can actually just, like, be chill. And that feels good for me to know. Yeah. I feel like that's actually one of the things that has maybe most excited about like nerd culture being like mainstream. Cause like when I first started reading when the books were coming out and I was reading Harry Potter, I knew only a few people who had read the series or into it. And like, even like when only like four books were out, I could just like head cannon for days, just like talk about the series. I don't particularly care about small talk and I don't necessarily want to talk about myself ever. 
but I do want to talk about books and movies and television. And I, I watch a lot of that stuff. I consume a lot of media because I enjoy it, but also that's kind of the only thing I want to talk about. It's like that in politics, but also the world's on fire. So that's much less fun to talk about. <laughs> um, so I just want to talk about pop culture and it just, it's really great because now that so many people have like seen the movies or read the books or what have you, it's like, it is, if I'm in a space and I don't know what to talk about with people, sometimes I can, we could just talk about Harry Potter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel you. I I think unequivocally you are much better at people than I am, which is why it's like a recurring joke on this podcast that if people see us out in public and it's you they're allowed to approach you but if it's me they should probably just like feel excited from a distance because i'll be really fucking awkward if they talk to me especially if you praise me if you do come up to me please don't tell me about how much you love the podcast or i will just um actually salt like combust and then you'll feel really guilty so Oh yeah, I have no idea how to like take any kind of compliments. So I actually, hard. I actually literally hate it. I'm like, please don't ever compliment. Me. Oh my god, when my clients are like, "You've helped me so much. Thank you so much." I literally am just like on the other end of the phone, like frozen, going like, "Well, shucks, like that." I'm so glad it's been an honor. I would love to get off the phone with you right now. So just, if I'm we just could. Imagine you just like, silently sliding out of your chair and like onto the floor <laughs> pretty much i'm just like send me this information in an email later like please uh... don't make me process it in real time with you uh... <laughs> i'm gonna send you the gif of from broad city one of the characters just rolling on the floor and like rolling around the corner and just like just rolling away from the <laughs> sounds that sounds right <laughs> oh god uh yeah i think the other really exciting thing for both of us about making this podcast is realizing that we i think can legitimately make the world a better place by nerding out about books which is really fucking cool like it's really really cool yeah i think i maybe hadn't like thought about that when I was thinking about us doing a podcast I'm like because like I listen to a lot of podcasts Uh, you know I do a lot of my chores to podcasts it's like really comforting to me to have a like set of podcasts that like I listen to I mean there is definitely periods of my life where it's like everything sucks except for welcome to Night Vale or something you know and it's like and I feel like those sort of relationships are really important to me and I'm like, okay, someone can like, and so I was kind of like, oh man, it's gonna be really great that someone will be like, oh, I do my dishes, listen to your podcast and it's great. But I feel like some of the feedback that we've gotten is people being like, you know, I'm learning about myself as a person and my identity. And I'm just like, that's incredible. It, yeah. Uh, things that y'all send to us frequently make both Jesse and I cry. Which, in a good way, which is, it's, it's so fucking cool. I pulled, um, I forgot that I needed to take notes. So I I just very quickly went through and pulled a couple lines from reviews and emails and stuff that we've gotten that I could find on very short notice. And I just want to, there's three of them. I wanted to read them if that's cool. Yeah. So, and I'm not going to give 
names or anything, but, um, so one person said, you guys have been anchors as I've been discovering my sexuality. Someone else said, Jesse and Lark make me feel seen in a way that no other podcast or media has. No. I know we're going to cry again. <laughs> <laughs> and then the last one that I'm going to read says, I came out to my friends and family and coworkers and ordered my first binder. I don't think that I would have done it for years yet if I hadn't been listening to The Gaily Prophet. I think I am maybe legitimately going to cry. I'm crying a little <laughs> bit. <laughs> it is, it's just like, it's like you all are doing the hard work. That is the hard work. We're just awkward nerds talking about a boy wizard. <laughs> like, you know, and it's just, it is so incredible that like we're inspiring people to like, do the hard thing in their lives that I genuinely and sincerely hope makes you all's lives better. You know, like we live in a shitty world and I feel like sometimes the only thing that like gets me through it is like art, you know, Mm -hmm. in general. Um, And just like talking to people about, you know, movies and books and television and just being like, Oh my god, I also loved this thing. Also, let me tell you about this ridiculous thing in this book. What the fuck? And just like And so it just like makes me so happy that like we're improving you all's lives as much as you guys are improving our lives. Yeah. You know? And it can seem very kind of like one-sided where it's like, you know, you're listening to us on an app somewhere and we have no idea who you all are, but you know, you are listening and commenting and feedback and we know that y'all are out there and it's incredible. Yeah. Oh my God, I, am, I actually am crying. Yeah. <laughs> Christ. Oh God. We read all of your, uh, you know, DMs and emails and reviews and and take everything that you have to say to us very seriously. And it is like, I don't know. I, I think... It's so cool that this is not just like us nerding out with each other about a thing that we love, which on its own is wonderful, but we are like legitimately creating a community where people are hopefully eventually not just going to be connecting with us, but also connecting with one another. And that's like really, really cool. Yeah, I'm going to lose my mind the first time some of y'all have, like, a meetup. Yeah, we should probably start a a Facebook group that all of our people can get in, although we don't have very many people that follow us on Facebook. It's mostly Instagram, which is not an easy place to connect with people. Yeah, we'll have to, we're, we're, we're still figuring out the best way for everyone to connect, so stay tuned. <laughs> yeah, you know, we released our first episode on january 1st 2019 this episode comes out on december 31st 2019 it's been incredible it's been so incredible and honestly i mean we might still be doing this if we still only had like the thousand listeners that we had the first month that we were making this but it is 
it's thanks to all of you who are listening to this right now that like the gaily prophet exists and that it is all of the things that it is and that we're able to make make harry potter even gayer 2020 a thing where (laughs) that's going to require you know a significant amount of time and energy on our parts and we get to spend that time and energy on it because of all of you and the support that you give us and you know the the difference that you're making in our lives is so profound and we're just really thankful and like special shout out to everyone who was like commented or like told our friends or like shared our posts you know we this is a two-person operation <laughs> we look at every comment and like and all of the stuff you know where we, we we see it and it's just i we really appreciate every single one of you and extra double a special shout out to all of our patrons who are using the money that y'all make in this capital hellscape world to support us and that's fucking rad yeah i mean honestly yes thank our patrons five million times because from a financial perspective you folks are that literal actual reason that i am able to spend the time that i spend doing things like moderating our social media comment section to get rid of everybody who is saying terrible things yeah we would probably still be in book two without the patrons to be perfectly honest (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, you all are, are are heroes. It's it's great. Thank you, everyone. Yeah, anybody who's interested in becoming a patron, you can find us on Patreon at patreon.com slash thegaylyprofit. Check out our website. Follow us on social media for more on any of these things as they develop and also for all of the very silly content that we post when we're not posting angry things about jk rowling we're at the gaily prophet instagram facebook and twitter you can follow us as individuals on social media i'm on instagram at lark malachi and at radical healer lark malachi is l-a-r-k-m-a-l-a-k-a-i and you can find me on twitter at jesse underscore detroit and on instagram at live from detroit Um, this will also be in our show notes Also in our show notes will be links to relevant episodes for anything that we talked about in this episode, including especially the episode, uh, episode 18, Hagrid is a Beautiful Trans Woman, where we interviewed Mae Rood about our reading of Hagrid as Trans, which is an episode that has so many listens because apparently a lot of people go back and listen to it on repeat, which is very cute. Um, and wonderful oh. and meaningful and yeah people people write in to tell us that all the time like I uh. listen to that when I'm feeling sad and I'm like that is the best it's not making myself cry <laughs> that is really lovely actually oh yeah Whew, okay you can find our sometimes guest and social media cheerleader sarah sarwar on instagram at sarah.starwars she just changed it i think that's what it is it'll be in the show notes you can find our comic artist who you heard from earlier on instagram at theo julian forrester though realistically you can find him on our instagram because he doesn't post anything so (laughs) (laughs) if you want to 
see more of his art, look at our Instagram every week. <laughs> yeah, there's a story highlight where all of the comics are. So, and if you want to support him, buy our merch. Yep, yep, yep. All right, we will be back next week with a very special episode where we had the host of Beyond the Veil, Madison Ford, on as a guest. And got to talk about Bogarts, and it was a really, really fun time that we had. So, but if I said next week, I lied because we're every two weeks currently. So we'll be back in two weeks with that episode. I don't know if we said all the things. The music in our theme song is by Kevin McLeod, and now we are finished with all the things that we say at the end of the podcast. <laughs> and until next time death of the author hello and my heat just turned on oh, i no. will be right back <laughs> oh no yeah and we just talked for like what like 15 minutes 20 minutes i mean we've been recording for 34 minutes so um, <laughs> i don't know I don't, how i don't know how time works no who among us does <laughs> <laughs>